Welcome to Bids and Proposals for Dummies, Short Episodes, Big Wins, a podcast inspired by the book written by APMP fellows, Charlie Devine and Neil Cobb. Each episode gives you bite-sized expert tips to help you navigate the complexities of bid and proposal writing and provides industry best practices on winning business. In today's episode, we'll cover the importance of structuring your argument in writing, tips on using outlines to organize content effectively, the significance of clear writing in proposals, and how to achieve it through storytelling, the use of strong, active verbs to enhance clarity, and practical writing techniques such as using simple words, avoiding technical terms, and structuring paragraphs for coherence. When it comes to writing, sometimes it feels like the ideas in your head are light years away from your fingertips. You know exactly what you want to say, but putting it into words can be a challenge. And when you're writing something important, like a proposal, it's crucial to be clear and persuasive, or you risk losing your reader, and potentially, the sale. In this episode, we're going to help you structure your argument in a way that is easy for your readers to follow. We'll give you techniques for crafting clear sentences and expressing your ideas effectively. We'll also show you how to make sure your customer doesn't miss the most important parts of your proposal. Now, you may already have a standard proposal format, but here's the thing. Every customer and situation is unique. So organizing your content within that framework can be a challenge. That's where outlines come in. There are two types of outlines we'll discuss, topical and descriptive. Topical outlines are simple and straightforward. They give you a basic structure to organize your thoughts and ideas. They can be like a mind map, helping you cluster your ideas into useful categories. But later on, you'll need to turn those basic labels into more descriptive headings that help readers quickly find the information they're looking for. Descriptive outlines are more expressive and reader-friendly. They use headings that not only inform, but also persuade. These headings help readers scan your proposal and understand your offer at a glance. For your contributors, descriptive headings can also provide guidance on the emphasis you want placed on different elements within the topic. Now, getting your contributors to write what you want can be challenging. They might recycle old content or pass off technical information from manufacturers' spec sheets as their own. Descriptive outlines can be a powerful tool to get your writers thinking in the right way and creating good content. So, consider the outline as an interactive tool for developing proposal content. Plug in notes and expressions from your planning discussions and let those stimulate responses from your contributors. With a collaborative effort, you can craft compelling content that expresses your value proposition and thoroughly explains the topic at hand. When responding to an RFP, it's important to follow the client's format and include all the required sections. Mimic their numbering system, naming conventions, and order of the bid request. If explicit instructions are not provided, follow the general outline of the RFP and organize your response accordingly using the descriptive headings we've discussed. Remember, your goal is to structure your argument in a way that is clear, 
persuasive, and tailored to your audience. Outlines are a valuable tool to help you achieve that by organizing your thoughts and guiding your readers through your proposal. So don't underestimate the power of a well-crafted outline in creating a winning argument. Clear writing is essential for effective proposals. It is just as important as a solid technical solution. After all, even the best solution is useless if readers can't understand it. So, applying clear writing principles is crucial to make your proposal more accessible and increase your chances of success. The root cause of unclear business communication is often style, not format or grammar. Style refers to how you put words together to express your content and perspective. In this section, we break down style into fundamental techniques to quickly improve your writing. Clear writing doesn't dumb down ideas, it clarifies them. It eliminates confusing jargon, ambiguous phrases, and content density, making ideas accessible to all who need to understand them. The paradox of writing is that when your writing is clear, readers probably won't notice it. But if it's unclear, they'll definitely struggle to understand. Bad grammar can be overlooked, but bad style leaves readers scratching their heads. So prioritize clear and concise writing. To illustrate the value of clear writing, let me share a story. One of our proposal managers once faced resistance from design engineers who believed she had dumbed down the content. However, she stood her ground and submitted the proposal her way. The result? The customer chose her proposal because it was the only one they could understand. In addition to clear writing, storytelling is impactful in proposals. It helps you connect with customers on a deeper level. By understanding your customers' problems, creating solutions, and framing it as a story, you can prove your ability to solve their challenges. When writing proposals, aim for an active voice. Begin your sentences with human subjects to make the content more engaging and personal. This will keep your actors' roles clear and their actions plain. Avoid passive voice as it can weaken your proposal's impact. So here's the deal. When it comes to storytelling, action is key. And to avoid getting stuck in a web of abstractions, we should use strong and active verbs. You see, technical content often conceals complex actions by turning verbs and adjectives into nouns, essentially creating what we call nominalizations. They represent abstract ideas like implementation or industrialization. Now, you might be wondering why do we have nominalizations in the first place? Well, they can be handy for subject experts who want to convey complex concepts using fewer words. But when we're writing for people outside our expertise, like those decision makers who evaluate proposals, they don't work so well. We want to be concise, but we also need to be clear. And that's where the problem lies with nominalizations. They can reduce word counts, but they make the content harder to understand. Take a look at this sentence. We increase engagement and prevention by implementation of the survey, which enables outreach and increases utilization. Whoa, talk about abstract. Whose engagement? Prevention of what? To whom is the outreach directed? Utilization of what? 
it's like we're missing the whole backstory here. So, let's break it down and simplify things. Utilization becomes use. But use what? Ah, we need more clues. Outreach turns into reach out, and it seems the survey allows us to do that. Implementation becomes implement, but what are we implementing? It appears we're implementing a survey to reach out to someone, maybe those folks we provide health insurance to. Now we're getting somewhere. Engagement becomes engage, and even though it ends in meant, it refers to participation. So maybe the survey increases participation in the insurance program. Now that makes sense. And prevention becomes prevent. What does the survey prevent? Health problems for employees, perhaps? Now we have a clearer picture. By implementing the survey, we increase program participation, which helps prevent employee health problems. The storyline is much easier to follow when we replace abstract ideas with concrete actions. Now, I have to admit, business and technical content love throwing in these abstract nouns, sometimes even without words in between them, which makes things even more confusing. But we'll tackle these noun stacks under the topic of writing concisely later on. Now, don't get me wrong. Completely eliminating nominalizations in proposals might not be possible or desirable. They serve a purpose and are widely used in specialized fields to label complex concepts. The issue arises when we're not writing to specialists. Here's a takeaway about nominalizations. If your audience understands the concept, go ahead and use the nominalization. But if they don't, it's better to turn that concept into a more concrete action and outcome. Once you've explained it, you can use the nominalization later on to refer back to your original explanation. It's like telling a little story about it. When you're having a conversation with someone in person, it's usually easy for them to understand you. Whether you're talking about serious topics like business, politics, or technology, you have a way of keeping your audience engaged and hanging on to your every word. But when you write, you lose the assistance of voice inflection and body language that helps with communication. And sometimes, you may find yourself writing differently than you speak, getting caught up in formality and losing track of what you're trying to say. To make your writing more conversational and accessible to a wide range of audiences, Try using the same style of English that you use in conversation. Choose simple words instead of complex ones when they won't compromise your meaning. For example, instead of saying, utilize regenerators to provide essential amplification of signals between nodes of a dedicated ring, say, use regenerators to strengthen the signals between the nodes of a dedicated ring. The meaning remains the same, but the text is shorter and more direct. Avoid using technical or industry terms unless it's necessary. If you do need to use jargon, make sure to define it for your readers. Using personal pronouns and direct address can help build intimacy and engagement with your audience. Use contractions when appropriate to create an informal, friendly tone. Punctuate with punch by using a variety of punctuation marks. Colons and em-dashes can emphasize important content while semicolons can join closely related independent clauses. Make sure your paragraphs are coherent by placing new information after old information and keeping the subjects of each sentence consistent. Tie your sentences together using transitions, which help connect ideas and clarify relationships between them.
In today's episode, we discuss the importance of structuring your argument in writing, the role of clear communication in proposals, the use of strong active verbs, and various tips for effective writing techniques. Thank you for joining us today on Book for Dummies, where we have explored an array of valuable insights and knowledge, and we can't wait to have you back with us for our next episode. Don't forget to subscribe.